This is Kelani Williams, and you are listening to Moderation. What's up, guys? I'm back with a new episode of Moderation. This week has been pretty bleak for me, and when I say this week, I really just mean this work week. I think something that a lot of people don't understand is when I'm at summer, my life basically revolves around work. Now that I'm saying that, I kind of feel like my life has just revolved around work for the past three years, but we won't get into that. Basically, I treat my job the same way as any of the reps would, even though I'm not really doing what they're doing. I just have attained the same routine as them because I have to keep up with everything they do. So I go to the gym, I eat well, listen to an audiobook or read a book, get the office ready, and then they come and attend the morning meeting at my office and When they leave for the doors, I do the rest of the stuff I have to do for work. About two nights a week, I attend yoga, and the other nights, I end with a walk outside. Then I wash up, read some more, and go to bed by 11 p.m. at latest most nights. It's the same routine for like four to five months straight. This week, it kind of seems like the guys are in a bit of a rut. Production hasn't been as high, and so their energy is definitely a lot lower. I think the excitement of coming out to summer has kind of worn off for everyone. We're over a month in, and now it seems they're kind of recognizing the monotony of the routine, especially the rookies. This is kind of the point in the summer where rookies either get over the learning curve or they drop off. So in last week's episode, I discussed three simple steps one can take to incorporate more moderation into their routines. And the second step was to use habits and goals to slowly alter your extremities. Today, I'll be breaking down this second step so we can understand the significance taking small steps has in terms of consistency. Consistency, taking small steps to alter a state of mind or paradigm, is crucial to adapting this mindset of moderation. And I feel like I've made that very clear in past episodes. I mean, it basically says it in the definition, moderation is the avoidance of excess or extremes. I think a lot of people press on the idea of consistency, but a lot of times tend to overlook the reason why it is the best course of practice to take when changing something or implementing something new. I also think that this is why there are some who could absolutely care less about their mindset and the energy they hold. It's a matter of them not understanding why things can't just change in a matter of one day. It's a process, and there are reasons for these processes. These people who typically resort to drastic measures for change tend to be the ones whose changes are short-lived. It's, it doesn't support longevity. So I'd say there are a few benefits to making gradual changes over taking drastic measures when it comes to moderation. When you can organize change with a plan and actionable steps to take, you are able to more easily avoid being overwhelmed as well as find less resistance in reaching your end goal. Basically, it will probably take less time. You'll be more effective in everything that you do. Raise your hand if you've gotten a random burst of energy where suddenly everything is clear and you have the motivation to get your life together where you've been slacking. You wait to start until the next day, and when that next day comes, you feel like you bit off a little more than you could chew and you don't end up starting at all. Yeah, I've definitely been there. When you don't take the time to figure out what steps you actually need to take to get to where you want to be, and your only focus is purely the end goal, it will become daunting because it doesn't align with who you are right now. Because of that, you'll find that there's a lot more friction you may not be able to figure out which course of action will be best for you to take to get to that point. This is where small, actionable steps come into play. 
you can utilize actionable steps to help you go from who you are to who you want to be. Small steps will reinforce this new identity. They become sustainable habits that are a part of who you are as a person, and you'll find that you more easily align with the end result as time goes on. Because you begin to align with this version of who you want to be, the success will be longer lasting. Does that make sense? In addition to reinforcing this new identity with an actionable plan, you're also cultivating a positive and empowering mindset for yourself. You're giving yourself confidence to move forward. Remember how in the first episode of this season, I talked about incorporating that feeling you aim to feel from reaching your goals into your everyday life, into every step of the process? This is where taking smaller steps helps you. You're able to step into and operate from that frame of mind that is conducive and aligned with where you want to be. That motivation, aka short-lived feeling, paired with the consistency of a plan, is seriously the key to accomplishing your goals. So what does making an actionable plan or breaking an end goal into smaller steps look like? The overall process may look a little different person to person, just depending on the order of which they learn and retain things, but I think we can sum it up into five different tips. Steps for your steps, if you will. Tip number one, self-reflection and goal setting. If you know me, you know that I press very hard on journaling and yoga and just very grounding exercises. It's that same idea that you won't know where you're going if you don't know where you've been. Self-reflection can be as simple as opening up the notes app on your phone and jotting down a few notes or maybe feelings, lessons of what has worked versus what hasn't, or your current standing. For example, weight, test scores, accounts sold, etc. For this step, it's honestly probably best to just keep it simple. Don't elaborate, just jot down the first things that come to mind. After you've done some reflecting as to where you're at, it'll be easier to identify a specific goal, something within your control that you can actually change. When identifying and setting a goal, I want you to keep three things in mind. Number one, what is the feeling you are looking to feel when you accomplish this goal? As we've established, we are emotional creatures. Recognizing and understanding that it's actually the feeling we desire will bring clarity to our process. Number two, is this goal realistic? I think sometimes when we get those sudden bursts of energy to completely alter our lives, the goals we set in that headspace can be a little far-fetched. Now, I'm not saying to cut yourself short and not feed into your ambitions. By all means, the sky is the limit. Just consider what it will take to get to that point. Are you willing to make the sacrifices? Are you willing to be committed? If so, then it's probably a realistic goal for you at this point in time. One practice you can test to gauge if you're willing or not is visualizing. Can you see yourself as this person? Can you visualize acting, thinking, dressing, talking as this person who accomplished this goal? As we continue to evolve as individuals, our paradigms and ambitions will continue to evolve as well. Nothing is out of your range of capability. It's a matter of how many evolutions you have to withstand to be within a closer range. Number three. How relevant is this goal? I ask this because sometimes I'll find myself focusing on what's right in front of me, whatever is most emotionally charged. That's caused me to have to go through a more arduous time-consuming process than what I may have dealt with if I looked at the situation from a larger perspective. So when determining your goals, I challenge you to ask yourself, is this something that will be conducive to your process? Is this something that will make you merely busy or is it something that's actually productive? 
I think keeping these three questions at bay when formulating goals will help you to evolve more efficiently. For me, exercising tip number one usually starts with my notes app and it's continued in my journal. I'll write things down here and there as I get inspiration or find motivation. And then depending on what it is I'm working on and the time frame it may require, I'll sit down and take some time to reflect on these goals and look at them in more depth. So now that you have a few goals in mind, we can move to tip number two. Tip two, prioritize and focus on one area at a time. If you've taken the time to apply tip one, it'll be easier to apply tip two. Being able to actually see a few areas of your life where you want to improve will help you to concentrate your energy on doing so, making for higher satisfaction in all that you do. If you know me, you know I place high value on being well-rounded, a jack-of-all-trades, and that's a great thing to be if you've finely tuned all of these trades. I think all too often we may bite off more than we can handle and become overwhelmed quickly, maybe spread ourselves thin with all of our pursuits. Picking one area to focus on improving first will help you avoid these ruts. Think of it as putting all of your eggs in the same basket that you're in. When applying this tip, consider specific metrics of your goals, such as timelines. Tip number three, break it down into smaller actions. Having a goal is great, but if you don't have a plan on how to accomplish it, you probably won't. It's always interesting when summer comes around and seeing all the new guys come in, you can really get a good idea of who's going to hit all of their goals by the end of summer and who's going to fall short purely by how in-depth they've planned out their goals. The same applies to all of us. If you want to improve your physical health, you'd probably take note of where you're at, weight, body fat percentage-wise, and then one of the smaller actions that you would implement would be going to the gym every day. You might also add macro tracking to your everyday routine as a smaller step to keep you on track as well. This is just one instance in which you'd formulate smaller steps. Think of this step as building a Lego kit. When you get a Lego kit, you're probably not just jumping straight in and building it based off of the picture that you see on the front. Most of us are probably going page by page, brick by brick to build this Lego kit and that makes it a lot easier and a lot faster than it would be to just jump right in. And I know that this may sound like a lot of work and deter you from pursuing your goals. There's a lot of people who argue that you need to stop just making plans for everything you want to do and just need to start. And I agree that part of getting things done is actually starting. But I think that a lot of times people are just overcomplicating this process. So that's where tip number four comes into play. Tip four, implement habit stacking and anchors. I read about this technique a couple of years ago in Atomic Habits, and I believe it to be one of the most efficient ways to change a routine. Basically, you just add on small habits or actions to routines you already have in place. So let's say your goal is to keep your kitchen tidier. You tend to leave your dishes drying in the rack on the counter and just use them as you go. Instead of just picking up a new dish every meal and throwing it in the dishwasher right afterwards, maybe instead of picking up one dish, you would put away all the dishes at that time and then proceed to that meal you would normally have. It may sound like a given to some of you, but that's exactly why it works. After implementing this technique, you'll begin to recognize that a lot of the things that you just didn't do in the first place or were procrastinating are really not that hard and they aren't that different from what you would normally do anyways. And if in the case that it is a lot different and it's hard for you to add some habit to one of the routines that you already have in place, and maybe that habit isn't exactly what you need. 
maybe you're looking at something with tunnel vision, you're looking at it, whatever is directly in front of you and you need to go back a step and find the bigger picture, widen your perspective. Sometimes backtracking can be hard. You might find that having to stop and reground yourself may cause you to lose confidence in the work that you put forward. And I think that's where tip number five comes into play. Tip five is to celebrate progress. And I think it's especially important when we backtrack, but it's also important when we do reach our goals. We are success-driven creatures, so it's important that when we expend energy on hard work, we also recognize it. There are two things I want to mention in regard to this tip. The first is that, like your goal, it needs to be relevant and realistic. I think sometimes we're all a little guilty of over-rewarding ourselves for doing something that we know we should have just done in the first place. Maybe it's going on an unnecessary shopping spree and justifying it when the reward was just a shirt you've been eyeing. Or maybe it's going out for the night when the reward was originally one nice meal. Be realistic and reasonable with your rewards. The second thing is, as time goes on and you begin to become more consistent with your goals, the rewards should begin to be less regular and more random. If you're really adhering to this new habit or new routine, you shouldn't need something to emotionally motivate you as time goes on. You're aiming for this to become a part of your nature. So this may all sound like a lot to keep track of at this point, and you're not wrong. Breaking a goal down may feel a little overwhelming. And again, that is totally okay and normal. It's going to feel unnatural at first because you have never been there before. At first, these tips and your attempt to apply them, they may have an opposite effect. You may find that all of these tips may be too much to handle at once. You might even put off acknowledging new goals entirely because you don't want to have to go through a process of breaking it down and identifying where you need to put in the work. Maybe you find that the tips and process of breaking a goal down overcomplicate things for you and disconnects you from the emotion you aim to incorporate throughout your process. You may find that you focus too hard on the unimportant parts of your plan and have to backtrack a bit to familiarize yourself with your goal again. We've all been there. These things happen. I'm not saying these tips or even breaking your goals down will result in a 100% success rate. However, they do pave a pathway for you to get there. From the very beginning, you're identifying how easily achievable your goals are from where you are currently. I think that once you've developed a plan of action, the most important thing to remember is that this change is not going to happen overnight. It'll take time. And with that, you will experience setbacks. We're not perfect. And that should be a comforting thought. If we were, then we wouldn't be working on this goal right now. We wouldn't have this opportunity. So with that being said, you should be doing your best every day. But when you do fall short, take some time to reflect on how far you've come. Appreciate your work thus far, acknowledge where you can improve, and continue on. This is the ultimate way to stay motivated, to build momentum, focus on progress and not perfection. I know that I talk about work a lot and relate a lot of these episodes back to my work. And by no surprise, I have a work story for you today. At the beginning of this episode, I talked a little bit how production has been pretty slow as of the past week. And it's always super interesting to see everyone go through the same patterns every single year. It makes you realize how we all really are living the same life, more or less, just a different version of it. Anyways, every year we always have rookies that come in banking on their motivation that feeling that is propelling their every decision. It'll get them through the first weeks well enough, and once that motivation subsides, the initial feeling of excitement, they find themselves in a rut. 
Now, because that stagnance can be uncomfortable sometimes, they usually have a tendency to make their goals big and just act. They'll shoot for multiple cells in one day and go into each day with no practice or routine set in place. They keep aiming for the big days over and over again. Again, nothing is out of your range of capabilities. How many evolutions do you need to go through to get into a closer workable range? It can be frustrating sometimes. For me, their managers, maybe their peers, to see them jump from extreme to extreme. That's why the small steps are important. This is where the tips would be applicable. If these rookies would focus on adhering to their routine, making the goal focused on the consistency rather than the big days, they'd probably find themselves in a spot they want to be a lot sooner. This could be you in any part of your life. Are you jumping from extreme to extreme? Sprinting and burning out quickly? Are you willing to sacrifice your old habits for a more sustainable process? Everyone's steps may look different, but we all have to take a step in some direction to get anywhere. This is why the small steps matter. So to recap those tips one more time. Number one, self-reflect and goal set. Look for feeling, relevance, and reality. Number two, prioritize and focus on one area at a time. Number three, Make an actionable plan to reach your goal using small, measurable steps. Number four, habit stack. Use routines and practices already in place. Number five, celebrate progress and reward yourself appropriately. Reaching a point of consistency can really come off as a daunting process and may seem uncomfortable at first. All of your goals you are striving for should be a little uncomfortable to one extent or another. You haven't reached and are not familiar with that point yet. Having some kind of routine or practice in place will help you to avoid the extremes and be consistent in your progress. That's all I have for you guys today. As always, if you enjoyed this episode, be sure to share it with others. I'm grateful for each and every one of you, and I hope all of you have a good rest of your week, and I'll be back next week with a new episode of Moderation. (laughs) 